0: I don't know if you knew this about me, but I am a huge fan of being active wherever I can. But when it comes to video games, though, I'm very, very lazy. So I absolutely love it when games allow you to beat sections, enemies, and even the entirety of a video game by doing absolutely sweet F.A. So come pull up a hammock and chill to the sounds of me, Jules, from whatculture.com, telling you about seven video game enemies that can be defeated by doing absolutely nothing. Number 7. Zombies – Monster Party If you've never had the pleasure to play Monster Party for the NES, then you really owe it to yourself to give this game a bash. Honestly, the story alone is brilliantly weird, showcasing a young boy called Mark who's hoisted up by a flying dinosaur and taken to a world full of odd creatures. The dialogue between them is utterly hilarious, with the dinosaur asking what the kid's name is after he's got him dangling about 500 feet off the bloody floor. Yet this is nothing compared to actually playing the game, which has you roaming about levels that will make your eyes absolutely vomit, if that's even a thing, and battling numerous mini-bosses which drop items that you need in order to progress. And these bosses are so off the wall that you have to imagine the type of monster come down the devs had after designing Monster Party. You have bosses that inform you that they're already dead, those that make no thematic sense like a bloody guitar player shredding out some scales, and these lovely looking enemies, the zombies. Now if you walk in here and start cracking away with your bat, you'll be rewarded with nothing other than confusion as to why the zombies just seem to ignore you. However, if you look at what they say as you enter, you'll suddenly see that the only way to actually beat them is to watch them dance. Oh, isn't that sweet, right? Wait, what's just happened to them at the end of this? Oh, forget it. You know what, this game is weird enough without us asking why. Number 6. Your Opponents Big Rigs Over-The-Road Racing Now, technically, your racing opponents in Big Rigs Over-The-Road Racing isn't an enemy per se. I mean, you are racing against them, but it's never been explicitly stated that this rubber ducker is out for your blood or anything. Sure, we could have a narrative that this unknown driver is a long-term rival who stole your high school sweetheart or bankrupted your dad's business or something, but that would go totally against how they've been actually programmed. I say this because the rival drivers in this game refuse to cross the finish line on any of the races, meaning that you will always win. Therefore, if you want to win any of the races on big rigs, oh, just do whatever, it doesn't matter, because your opponent will be waiting for you on the finish line to wave you onwards to victory. It's strange, broken, and downright ridiculous in places, but there you have it. Number 5. Famed Mimic Gogo – Final Fantasy V now, Final Fantasy is so entwined with its epic and normally ridiculous oversized enemies that it's almost impossible to think of them without also conjuring up the battle music. For example, Final Fantasy VII's Man with the Machine Gun plays every time I try to open a new jar of pickles. Yet, for the fight against famed Mimic Gogo in Final Fantasy V, you need to go against what every fibre of your body is screaming for you to do, and simply just exist. Because, as the name of this villain might suggest, he's a mimic in the most literal sense and not shy about go-go-in-all-in on making you pay for attacking him. His responses usually deal 9,999 damage, making going toe-to-toe an ill-advised move. By resisting the opportunity to attack, however, Gogo will simply grow bored of the battle and then banish himself from whence he came. It's a bit of a lacklustre exit, but one that you'll be grateful for considering his one-shot potential. Number 4, Plague of Shadows: Shovel Knight. Now Shovel Knight is one of the greatest games ever made, and I'm surprised that we don't actually talk about it more here on What Culture. However, I do get to rectify some of that today by showcasing a boss battle that can be beaten by laying down the spade and just chilling out for a bit. In the DLC campaign Plague of Shadows, you take up the smelly mantle of Plague Knight as he coughs and wheezes over everything that he comes across, including the titular star of the show, Shovel Knight himself. However, there's also a sort of special boss in the form of a shadowy version of Plague Knight himself. And this battle on its own can be quite tricky, as while you know the types of moves this imposter will use, it's very hard to dodge and avoid them all. So why not just let him hit you? No, seriously, if you stand your ground and watch the shadowed version of yourself dance and leap all over the place, you won't actually take a lick of damage, and you'll even get a little line of dialogue commending you on overcoming your lack of confidence and doubts. It's actually a quite brilliant moment that you might miss if you decide to try and beat the boss by normal means. Number 3. The Dark Prince – Prince of Persia The Two Thrones I genuinely wish that the Prince of Persia games would make a comeback, as for a while they seemed to be offering up something truly unique to the gaming market. The original games were utterly brilliant pieces of platforming, and the rebooted series offered a mixture of time-based puzzle-solving and frantic combat. However, as the franchise began to lean on the latter over the former, it just became another 3D action brawler with a gimmick stapled on. If only we could rewind the clock back to The Two Thrones, eh? Here we were introduced to a sinister, inverted version of our hero known as the Dark Prince, and let's just say that his power and combat and lust for violence made themselves pretty well known a fair few times throughout the game. And thus, when it came to a showdown between our now infection-free Prince and the Dark Prince, you'd be willing to wade in all sorts of swiping. Yet please, for the love of God, don't. If you do, you'll see that your attacks only split the Prince, making for even more enemies to battle. So all you got to do is flip him the bird and just walk away, ending the the fight and proving that violence, or any other form of effort, simply isn't worth it here. Number 2. The Red Girl Masterminds. Near Automata Potato Patata. It actually feels like somewhat of a sin not to engage in the brilliant combat the Near Automata Potato Patata offers to the player, as it really is absolutely sublime when you're lopping off mecha body bits with massive swords and/slash or gunning down mechs with smaller, more adorable mechs. Still, even a game as action-heavy as this sometimes asks the player to flex their patience rather than their muscles. At the end of the game, when you're battling the red girls as a after a while it becomes clear that all of this aggression is getting you absolutely nowhere. For every one of their avatars you kill, another takes its place, until the screen becomes flooded with these little tykes. So what are you to do? Well, put simply, nothing at all. If you let the girls keep replicating as they try to cover the screen with attack orbs, they create more and more inconsistencies within their programming. Eventually, your patience is rewarded by them turning on another and wiping out all but one. Then you can finish the job with minimal effort and think of all the calories that would have been spent. Spent chopping away as being saved. And number one, every boss, Ikaruga this final entry, I do have to admit that while you're not actually shooting or attacking the bosses in this game, you do have to dodge a lot of bullets that are going to be coming your way. However, this is totally worth it when you consider how utterly crazy some of these end-of-stage foes can be in Ikaruga. I mean, seriously, sometimes the mesmeric miasma of bullets on screen here looks like one of those magic eye pictures. All you have to do with this is to get through the level to the bosses themselves and then don't attack. Just flip between the light and dark defenses of your ship and weather the storm for 100 seconds. Do that, and the bosses will simply just fly off and count themselves as being beaten. It's not easy, and I know some of you might be like, well, this is hardly doing nothing, but think about it this way. The game rewards you on every level by not attacking. The sheer consistency of this tactic is list-worthy alone, right? Ever so slightly easier than shooting the bosses in some cases. So if anything, I've helped out those that are looking to get through this bullet hell. And for that, you should clearly be thanking me, right? My kid, don't thank me for this. It's really difficult. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter.